Hello, welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan here in Victoria, B.C. For the next hour, you and I are going to discover some great jazz, including some on the fringes of the genre, sponsored by Peterborough Independent Podcasters. This is part two of my four-part series on the best jazz recordings from 2021 according to various critics and jazz radio stations. Starting with one that wasn't selected by any critics, but was number two, right after the Emmett Cohen album on the running 52-week jazz chart from Jazz Week, where they tabulate the number of jazz stations putting the album on their playlist and the number of plays that it gets. Maybe it's closer to gospel or soul than jazz, and I love what I've heard from this record. It's gospel singer and songwriter Jean Baylor and her husband, drummer Marcus Baylor, formerly from the Yellow Jackets. They go under the name of The Baylor Project. This tune, Strivin', features saxophonist Kenny Garrett. Let's give a listen.
The Baylor Project. Last week I played tracks from two different albums that a number of jazz sites seem to acclaim as being worthy of being considered the best of 2021. Sons of Kemet's Black to the Future album and Charles Lloyd and the Marbles Tone Poem album. For today, I have another one that there seems to be, if not a consensus, certainly a majority of critics saying, hey, this is good, listen. It's by tenor saxophonist James Brandon Lewis and the Red Lily Quintet, and it's called Jessup Wagon, based on the writings of George Washington Carver. The Jessup Wagon was a mobile classroom that allowed Carver to teach farmers and sharecroppers how to grow crops, such as sweet potatoes, peanuts, soybeans, and pecans. The album is a portrait of this turn-of-the-century African-American musician, painter, writer, scientist, and his Jessup Wagon was a key part of that. The album consists of seven pieces. This one is called Seer, with James Brandon Lewis on tenor sax, Kurt Knufke on cornet, William Parker bass, Chris Hoffman cello, and Chad Taylor on drums in Mabira. Thank you. 
Mabira is really interesting in that, isn't it? Mabira is sort of like a little, it's a, it's a small instrument that you hold in your hands. And uh, it has a bunch of, I think, 17 tines, metal tines. And you push them down with your fingers. Uh, similar to a kalimba, which uh, is more of a thumb piano. Anyway, I thought that was quite quite interesting there. James Brandon Lewis from Jessup Wagon, an album that the New York Times, the Washington Post, and Stereo Gum have placed near the top of their best jazz albums of 2021. Let's change things up a bit and uh, play something that sounds like regular, ordinary jazz, except it's played by extraordinary musicians improvising over an old, familiar standard. It's pianist Chick Corea, who we lost this past past year, and a release from this year, even though it was recorded in 2018, the Chick Corea Acoustic Band, with acoustic spelled A-K-O-U-S-T-I-C, with John Patitucci on bass and Dave Weckl drums. It's on a couple best-of lists. Here is their rendition of That Old Feeling.
Chick Corea with John Patitucci and Dave Weckle. That old feeling. Let's stay with Chick Corea, where he plays on an album popular on U.S. jazz radio, fronted by percussionist Jerry Gibbs, the son of the very famous vibraphonist Terry Gibbs. Terry Gibbs is still alive, at least at the time I recorded this program, at the age of 97, and he very much approved of this album of different trios performing his compositions. It's a two-CD set where Jerry Gibbs, in the height of the pandemic, from November 2020 to May 2021, drove around to various musicians, taking all the needed safety precautions and including sleeping in his car, so that he he could record these dream trios. The album, on Gibbs' own label, Thrasher Records, ended up being called Songs from My Father by Jerry Gibbs' Thrasher Dream Trios. The trio I'm going to play is made up of Ron Carter on bass, Jerry Gibbs on percussion, plus some additional percussion by Kiyoshi Gibbs, and the piano of Chick Corea. This is the last recording that Chick Corea ever made. The tune is called Bob Stackle Course.
one of Jerry Gibbs' dream trios featuring Chick Corea and Ron Carter. How about an up-and-coming guitarist that everybody's talking about? His name's Julian Lage, and the British site Jazzwise puts his latest album on their top 20. It also has had lots of plays on jazz radio. The album is called Squint. Here is Day and Age. from Squint with bassist Jorge Rauder and drummer Dave King. Day and Age. This next one only made uh, the list of one of the six sites that uh, that I was using. Uh, it's a site called AOTY.org, which stands for Album of the Year. She's a young UK-based musician and composer who plays a pedal harp, and her name is Nela Sinefro, and the album is called Space 1.8. From that album, here is Space 1. Thank you. 
Nayla Sinefro on pedal harp. Uh, I don't know much about that instrument. Uh, it almost seems like it's a combination of the traditional harp and a pedal steel guitar. I know that it is a, a modern instrument. And that's one, uh, one example of the many albums that have been placed on jazz best lists that uh, wouldn't be what most of us think of as jazz. Interesting, without a doubt, Space One. Let's play something Canadian now. There weren't many Canadian entries in those six best of lists from which I'm drawing these recordings. In fact, there were really only one. The AOTY site chose Montreal's Bell Orchestra and their newest CD, which I'll talk more about later. And further down their list was Bad, Bad, Not Good, which I'll play in a later program. But in terms of American jazz radio plays, there were four Canadian albums mentioned. Artemis, Brandy Disterheft, René Rosness, and uh, Corey Weeds, who I played last week. While Artemis aren't actually based in Canada, the leader, René Rosness, was born in Regina and grew up in North Vancouver. And trumpeter Ingrid Jensen was born in North Vancouver and grew up in Nanaimo, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from where I'm living now, which is Victoria. The other players are Annette Cohen on clarinet, Melissa Aldana, tenor sax, Noriko Ueda on bass, and Alison Miller drums. From what is so far their only album, simply called Artemis, here is Lee Morgan's The Sidewinder.
Artemis with Lee Morgan's The Sidewinder. If the tune sounds familiar, even though you may not be a regular Lee Morgan listener, it could be because it was a top 40 hit for him in 1964. Let's stay on a roll with Canadian releases. I mentioned the one Canadian group to make these U.S. or British best-of lists, and it's a group from Montreal called Bell Orchestra. The album, House Music, was recorded in Vermont at the home of the group's violinist, Sarah Neufeld, best known as a member of the Canadian indie rock band Arcade Fire. This uh, AOTY, or Album of the Year site, by the way, picks reviews and ratings from a number of magazines and websites, and from it it compiles its list, and this particular album was ranked number eight. According to one of the sources, Spill Magazine, it is, and I quote, energetic and beautiful. This slice of improvised music mixes bubbling electronic manipulation with organic instrumentation, taking the listener on an amazing journey. Unquote. Bell Orchestra from House Music. This is called Movement.
from Montreal. That's Bell Orchestra from this year's house music recording. Personnel are Pietro Amata on French horn and keyboards, Michael Furstack on keyboards and pedal steel, Kevin Nabatian on gongoma and trumpet, Sarah Neufeld violin, Richard Reed Perry on bass, and Stefan Schneider drums. Let's go from a record that fills every space to one that is refreshingly sparse. It's called Music for Saxophone, with saxophone spelled S-A-X-O-F-O-N-E, and bass guitar, although there is also some percussion in there. It's by Sam Gendel and Sam Wilkes, and it was one of the New York Times selections. They ranked at number six, Sing High. Sam Gentle on saxophone and Sam Wilkes on bass. Now for some of the piano of George Cables, popular on jazz radio, the 11th most played album. It's called Too Close for Comfort, and here's the title tune. An old standard, popularized first by Sammy Davis Jr. in the musical Mr. Wonderful in 1956, then later by Frank Sinatra and Mel Torme. George Cables with bassist Essiet Essiet and drummer Victor Lewis.
The piano of George Cables, too close for comfort. Time for one more. I started the program with a vocal, so let's end it the same way. I'd never heard of him before. His name is Alan Harris, singer, songwriter, and guitarist. Another one popular on jazz radio, even if not on any of my selected best-of lists. This is a terrific vocal and a delightful original composition about the joys of growing up in Harlem. The album's called Kate's Soul Food, and this is called I Grew Up, Kate's Place, with his rhythm section of Arquaris Sandoval on piano, Nimrod Speaks on bass, Chazarette, Tinnin on drums, and special guest Gregoire Marais on harmonica. This is Larry Sadman saying bye for now. More selections from the best of lists coming up soon. But next week, I'm going to talk about and play some of the most common tunes that might be called out in a typical jazz jam session. Bye for now. said from the
broad shoulders where I learn how to give. Yes, Harlem is a place, Harlem is a place where I live.